Evan, did you have a highlight of the day? Evan is our incre- one of our incredible photographers. Oh, man. This is my first ever podcast appearance. I've never held a microphone <laughs> like this. <laughs> all right. All right, Evan. Let's keep it quick. Well, it all started. <laughs> it's showtime, everybody. Showtime. You've been living in a dream world, Neo. This is the world as it exists today. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Listen, we talking about practice. I peed on the dude's rug. Donnie, you're out of your element. I see, you think this has nothing to do with you. Don't ever trash talk black Jesus. This is the Adventure Stash with Pace and McKelvin. Day four is complete. What did we do, Chris? Uh, day four. Well, we called an audible. And um, after yesterday's absolutely um, hellacious 100, 100 miles of headwind, um, we decided to shorten today, mainly because it was raining. Um, raining in the morning. And it's supposed to be raining, pissing rain in the evening. So we're just like, you know what? Let's recover. Let's uh, do a half day. So we did 40 miles today. Um, made it over to this rad little cabin. Actually, I stayed at last year. Um, and it was amazing. Super stoked. So rad to be at a little farm stay. And we basically kind of just divided up the day with little stops, ate some food, chilled, had a ripping tailwind that all of us were like on cloud nine about. I'm sure you'll hear about that in a second. And, um, and ultimately, yeah, it was, it was an unreal experience. We're, um, on tap for another kind of big couple days, 90, 80, 80, and then 30. So, um, that's what we have on tap and yeah. What was your highlight of the day? My highlight straight to it. Jeez. I honestly haven't even thought about it yet. Um, I think the highlight was washing my chamois in the sink. Um, that's really weird. And, uh, (laughs) being able to have something clean to wear. Um, that was nice. I mean, everybody's going to talk about the tailwind cause it was it was incredible. I'll let, um, somebody more eloquent describe it than me, but it was epic to leave the hotel and kind of be right back on those same gravel roads that we finished the day at yesterday. Just beautiful kind of black sand, almost, um, like volcanic black sand gravel, right? Like you would just see fresh tire tracks on the road. It was amazing. And, um, yeah, ripping through that. And I think it was funny, like, I think the tailwind, the thing about it to me, which is so interesting is, is the, the traumatic effect of having a headwind where you can't talk to anybody. You're in your zone. You're in a pain cave. Even if you're like side by side, you can't even say anything. Your words just get lost. You're screaming. All you're hearing is wind or you're hearing the flapping of your jacket or something. It's just annoying. Right. And it's traumatic. It really is like you remember it. But I love the fact that when there's a tailwind, you can just chat. You can just, your voice just carries. And like, I think that at one point I'm like, yeah, Pace, I think we're halfway there. And it's, we just like, it felt like it had been 10 minutes. Like we'd just been talking the whole time. It's such a different feeling riding in that, like completely different. Your knees don't hurt nothing. And then my favorite part was like, we're just ripping through this, this landscape. And it felt kind of like a roller coaster. You know, you get that extra little push going downhill. And then, you know, if you keep your speed and you talk and you kind of like, you know, that right exact moment where you can like get up out of the saddle and like give it a couple strokes. And then you like, you know, crest that next. So it's such a, such a floating feeling. And 
I feel like I don't want to keep like taking people's things they're going to talk about, but, um, but you would, you would funnel through like rocks and other things. And it really did feel like you were surfing a bit. So I'll let someone else kind of chime in on that. Other thing was definitely eating at the little weird random gas station thing market. that was like all, we like spent like three hours and they're just talking about like everything from, you know, I don't know, Texas to Afghanistan to everything. It was just like, you know, you have those moments in the trip where like time kind of fades away and it felt just like nice to chill for a second and not be so like gripped. Like, are we going to get there in time? Is there going to be food? I'm cold. How much water do we have? Blah, blah, blah. I just, it's nice to take a little moment in the middle. Um, so that was special. Absolutely. Nicole, describe for us your highlight of the day. Um, I guess the highlight of my day is that when we had the tailwind, I pretty much had my first time by myself um, on the trip, which I've had an absolute blast listening to, to stories and drafting and thinking about riding in a different way. But all of that's really stimulating. And I think it's, um, it's sometimes tough for me just because I'm not, I'm not used to being on the road or riding with groups. So I'm just so focused on, <laughs> uh, Payson's flapping tail feathers. He has got his, uh, <laughs> his saddlebag moves quite a bit and he's got shoes attached to it and it kind of me- mesmerizes you. And I just focus on it and I'm just trying to not hit the back of his bike. So today was kind of special because, I was on my own and I wasn't focusing on the suffer. I was focusing on this tailwind and just kind of light pedaling. My legs were pretty destroyed after yesterday. So I was, I put in headphones for a second. I was listening to music and just like taking in the surroundings. And today was just absolutely beautiful, completely on gravel. Um, the tailwind made it extra pleasant. It was almost like uh, the universe just kind of gave me the day that I needed after yesterday which was um, quite nice. And then we kind of finished up the day with soup. <laughs> we had soup at this little little spot. And, and then five miles to get back to the house that we're in now, uh, I feel like went by in about 10 minutes. So it was just kind of a, a perfect day and a complete contrast to yesterday. Rue, do you have one already thought of? Usually yours, like, inspire me to think of something. So... <laughs> Um, I found myself thinking a lot about one of our friends out today. His name's Willie Felix, and he's basically like our uncle in Switzerland. And he has all these like really funny cycling anecdotes. Um, one of them that's a little bit unrelated to this is that, you know, he's like, oh, it's, it's good if you're walking through snow. Like, that's actually great. And he's like, do you know why? And we're like, okay, why? He's like, oh, you get clean shoes. You know, and then another thing, you'd be like, oh, you don't want a tailwind. We're like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, then you don't want to stop. You know, you want to keep going and you need to go like, get rest. You need to sleep. So um, I felt like I didn't want to stop. You know, you just wanted to keep going. And we talked about that. There was a yeah. tiny bit of discussion of what if we just kept going? This wind it's is so good. <laughs> what if the wind like wasn't a tailwind like right after you like pass this place and it just gets bad so i don't know i was just thinking about you know spending multiple days on the bike and you're experiencing all this different weather and then just it's just some of the stuff that willie said i didn't want to stop yeah it was great i've got some uh we 
uh, when we got to this cabin, we kind of pulled out the map and nailed down like this dream stage race for the route. So the route's 900K. It would be broken into four stages and then it would be totally self-supported. Uh, but the stages would end at amazing places where you could sleep, eat, soak in hot springs, and then regroup and then start the next stage with everybody there again. And the stages would be like 150 to 180 miles. And then the thought was like people could work together. They could draft, you know, they could share morale, uh, just be together out there, but racing. And then like every stage you basically get like a 24 hour period to ride the stage and then get it together and then start another one. So that like kind of makes the cutoff for people finishing and the, like the slower you ride, the faster you just have to get back on the bike and that's it. And then we talked about adding little bonuses for like, oh, do you get like minus 20 minutes if you jump in the hot springs or minus 30 minutes if you jump in the sea, you know, like stuff like that or, you know, minus 10 minutes if you eat a waffle or if you see the lady with the talking raven. Uh, so, you know, you could add all this, you could make like a treasure map of the route. And then basically the like genius part about it is that the route will exist all the time and all these services will exist all the time as well. So it's like, okay, yeah, the event's cool, but like, if you can't make it to the event, uh, you could just do it on your own, do it with your friends, maybe not ride like these massive stages, like break it into two or three days and just go have some fun out there. And then there are more resources along the way. And like this just highlights a few of them, but it makes like this really cool network and like a kind of a culture on the route that's like you can share with others by like go, taking on this challenge. And then, uh, you know, it's I mean, it's going to be entirely different, different days of weather, wind, uh, whatever else happens out there, who you encounter. I mean, today, uh, when, oh, we had like these really lovely tourists that were like cheering for us every time they pass us in the car, like two arms up. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And then when we got to this cabin, like the whole family was like, they opened the door and there were like seven people framed in the doorway and they're all wearing like nice outfits because it's the grandmother's 60th birthday. And then they just like stood there waving, you know, it was like, like a moving photo. You're like, is that really happening right now? <laughs> and it was, it was really cool. So it's like, a, I don't know, you're, you're mostly like in this stunning terrain on these great roads and then you see people randomly, but it's like these really sweet moments, like... And then you also see always a lot of sheep doing like not much. They like, they're so stoic. They're just like standing there and then they start sprinting. Oh my gosh. And we saw one like wagging its tail today, like, like shaking. Remember you were like, what's that sheep doing? <laughs> uh, so that's, that's kind of it. It like feels serene, except you're getting blown around and then you see like a little bit of activity and it's like, it's just cool. So I'm pumped on the stage race. I think we should do it. I think there's also the possibility of like anybody doing a time trial whenever they want to, to go after like their time on the route without stops included. But that kind of defeats like the purpose of this route being like a way to see Iceland and experience the place. Like you just burn through it too fast. You ride day and night. You'd be like, oh yeah, I'll just take the hot dog to go instead of having this delicious fish dinner. You know, so it's like build it into stages, regroup, start again, race, draft because it's windy, work together, but like just enjoy it for what it is. You know, so I'm really excited about that. I really hope we can pull it off for next June. So 
this is kind of coming to the end of the season when you'd want to tour the route. So it could be a really cool way to kind of promote the route, kind of launch it with an event. And then, then it's free to the public. You just get to go do this thing, you know? So I'm pretty pumped on that. Uh, the ride was great too, of course. You, you rarely have like inspiring ideas if you just feel miserable. So <laughs> must've been good. Yeah, the race idea has me very, very excited also, and I would love to get an invite from these two fine folks across the table. <laughs> um, highlight of the day. I mean, it's hard to pick something other than the wind because it was just so impressive. I've been riding with a strong tailwind before in the past where I've thought, huh, I wonder if I just stopped pedaling, if I could keep rolling on a flat road. Like, that's never been the case. But today I tried it again and it worked on gravel, gravel. like dead flat road, no pedaling. And I don't think I pedaled for like three minutes. It was absolutely insane. It was such a cool feeling. And it really did feel like, like Chris was saying, where when there was a gust, it was the exact sensation of when you like drop in on a wave surfing and you just for the first time feel that wave start to push you like you're, you just accelerate. So cool. But I think... My highlight of the day would actually be when we had our our little coffee shop stop there and I didn't even uh, see it when we walked in, but there was a piano in the corner and we'd been there for, geez, probably an hour. Um, and someone just walked over the corner and, and jumped on the piano and started playing some beautiful music and started singing at the same time. And uh, it was such a surreal moment because it was, it was such a quaint space and it was warm, and, you know, there was rain kind of hitting the window outside, um, and we had hot coffee and tasty food and great conversation, and then all of a sudden, this just beautiful piano music just started playing from out of my field of view, and it was just, it was almost like, like I got emotional for a second, like it was so special, um, it just didn't even feel real, mm. um, so that was, that was pretty cool. There's just something about live music especially when it's a volunteer and it's completely unprompted and unexpected that's super special so it was just the perfect rest day really all around pretty epic yeah. that was a rad moment yeah. i remember rue saying too when we were riding she's like there's rocks hitting me from behind like <laughs> yeah like she's riding she's like there's such a strong tailwind that like her bike was kicking up gravel and then the gravel was hitting her hitting her like behind her head and i was just like you're so right. It's so crazy. I remember rolling up next to Payson too. Yeah. And being like, I'm accelerating without <laughs> like, I'm accelerating like, and I'm not pedaling at all. And just like feeling the push. It's such a crazy feeling when that happens. I, I felt a lot of tailwind, but nothing quite like that. And it was like, it, it was enough to get you through like, cause there was some crosswind and some headwind sections like, but you're like, this is only going to last like, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And then I'm going to be like ripping again. Yeah. Well, it was it was really funny. I noticed the same thing with Nicole when we were rolling on a rolling on a wet stretch of pavement, and the water getting flung up by her back wheel was literally like doing a full half circle and dropping back down on yeah, her I head. Yeah, I saw that. It's crazy. <laughs> I was like, I've, this is insane. I've never seen that yeah. before. <laughs> Instead oh. of hitting the person behind, it was just hitting her again. It's like crazy physics. <laughs> anyway. Anything else y'all wanted to touch on? Evan, did you have a highlight of the day? <laughs> Evan is our incre- one of our incredible photographers, one of three incredible photographers. 
We travel with a band of photographers. Quick cameo. Evan, give your moment. Cameo time. Evan and uh, Thrine are, um, have been the media <laughs> team. <laughs> We've been talking about each other's nicknames. I don't even, yeah, I don't even know how to say his proper name, but it's, it's Icelandic and it's thick. Um, but yeah, Evan and, and Thrine have been in the media van uh, documenting the route, uh, mainly because we want to be able to really scout this whole experience so that people, like, like Lael said, can come back and do it and we can, we can have a good evaluation for what the roads entail, the bikes, everything, and people can get a good feel for it. But yeah, Evan's been cruising in the van, driving by, shooting photos about every 10, 15 minutes, eating chips. Looks like they're, they're um, staying warm. And um, yeah. <laughs> warm, dry, and well-fed in the, in the van. Yeah. Oh man, this is my first ever podcast appearance. I've never held a microphone <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, Evan. Let's keep it quick. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Well, it all started. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it all started. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right, my highlight of the day is probably <laughs> when we stopped uh, after all those fjords and crazy cliffs, and you guys posed for a group photo, and every single person handed me their individual cameras. <laughs> So I had like my two cameras, my drone, Chris's camera, a film camera, Ruth's film camera, my film camera, and we just rifled through all the cameras one by one. Oh. Yeah. Were you wearing cargo pants? Because that would have been a good cargo I pants moment. Cargo pants. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. They're making a comeback, I hear. Hmm. Yeah. No wonder Evan's wearing them. Oh. And let's, yeah. be on- <laughs> let's, let's be honest, he was prepared. Yeah. He, he was. was able to hold all 17 cameras. Yeah, exactly. All right, so what's happening tomorrow, Chris? So tomorrow, we, we kind of pick back up our itinerary, and we take off from here. I can't even say the name of this. Like It's like Miratanga, something like that. Um, we're, we're, we're basically kind of back on the main road. Um, we, 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 today, we basically navigated around a huge fjord, like the tip of a fjord that I've never even ridden or driven before. It's a place I've always wanted to see, so it was so cool to finally see it and to know that the road is not only good, but epic like amazing you never know what you're going to get these roads can be rutted they can be farm roads um so we we did that today and and like i said we're back on the main road tomorrow we have pavement um most of the day two decent climbs there's probably like six thousand feet of climbing um one absolutely killer (laughs) that's just steep and zigzaggy not that long um but on this side of the west fjords you don't really have climbs that go up and over the middle they aren't these long arduous you know, level, level one, two, three, whatever you, they're more just like these punchy things that are, that are steep and short and they go up and over if you're drop back down. So we have two of those. Uh, it's about a 90 mile day. We, um, we have no services. So we loaded up at that little market, which we got like actual food, food, which is kind of funny because on rides like this, you usually want like candy bars, but instead we have like loaves of bread, eggs. I got a bushel of blueberries from in like a container it's like we yeah loads kind, of dried yeah, fish we're kind of like falling apart at the seams it's like um, ernest shackleton style <laughs> yeah. early 1900s expedition yeah. right now gonna, yeah we have like we got like tiny things of like bu- butter like just to go like <laughs> yeah condiment packets like nothing we have you can actually eat while on the bike it's all like yeah um oh i'm gonna eat the bread on the bike oh yeah just just big bites you got like a full loaf like it's like <laughs> and it's probably <laughs> 
like yeah. five. And what's funny is I don't know if any of them have actually tried the bread, but it's called it's called rug bread, and it's it's the bread that Icelanders used to cook in the thermal vents. So it's it's more cakey. There's no like leavening items, and it. it's just it's just cake. It's basically cake, basically is what it is. And it weighs yeah. one thousand pounds. It weighs so much. It is so dense, but it's Evan great. Evan said you could great. build a house out of it. And I think yeah, it's, true. I mean, it's great energy. That's for sure. So we're all rolling deep with that. It's in our bikes. Isn't it? it it's uh, beer me could tell us uh, what, what, uh, <laughs> what, what, how it's made. Her, her name is Birna. She's yeah. our wonderful uh, West Fjords uh, representative. But um, I think it has a very unusual uh cooking process like it's it's made with hot water underground or something well that's what i'm saying they used to cook it in the thermal vents okay in it properly and now they obviously don't have to anymore but that that's literally how they would make that's it like so cool. they would use all these like hot springs as like places to cook eggs boil eggs make this you know cook everything boiled fish and birds and everything is pretty popular <laughs> so anyway it's it's pretty rad though it's um <laughs> It's good stuff, but uh, definitely tastes a little better with like some moistening items Agents. on it. Yeah, anything. Um, Hard-boiled eggs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the best part of the day tomorrow, though, is after the climbs, we, we rip around some fjords. We'll probably find some blueberries, I hope. Um, we end at Flokelander, which is one of my favorite hot springs. It's epic. It's right by the sea. It's like carved into a cliff, just this beautiful little cutout. And it's it's rad because it's like, a hundred feet away from like a restaurant so it's like you you kind of if you're doing this route you ride this day and then you you end it at this killer little hotel restaurant hot spring and then we're actually staying probably just a 10 more miles from there so we'll we'll do that rip around the point to another hot spring that's on the beach they're really close Double to each other hot spring day we can if we want it's awesome um they're both amazing um and so that's a uh, yeah i mean that's pretty much our biggest day our last biggest day, the next following are 80 miles, 80 miles, 30 miles. So anyway, um, this is, our last, this is kind of our last day on the West Coast, really. Like mm. we're like, this is our final day on the West Coast. And then we go back to the North. Yeah. The North. The North. So. The North. Yeah. And we're pretty much exactly halfway, right? Yeah. I think we're exactly Distance halfway. Wise. We've done about 300 and 320 miles yeah. or so, I would say. Yeah. 300, yeah. Sweet. Neato. Thanks, gang. Good times. Peace. Bye.